The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by our College Football Bankroll Challenge. Up to $3,000 up for grabs. Get all the details over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. You are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We will be covering both WWE Payback, which emanates from Pittsburgh tomorrow night, and AEW All Out, which emanates from Chicago on Sunday night. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on X at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can follow me on one of three Twitter accounts if you want to tweet me about wrestling. It is at Dirty Sheets X. That's at Dirty Sheet X. At Dirty Sheets X, sorry. We release wrestling content every single week on the Dirty Sheets podcast. So if you want to get more wrestling content, head over there. If you want to follow me on my sports betting accounts, the first one is at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. That is the X account for the Soccer Gambling Podcast which is the hottest podcast at the moment on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We have a 100% lot record so far for the season. Hopefully, we can continue that winning run this weekend. And to make sure you never miss a show, make sure you subscribe subscribe to the Soccer Gambling Podcast. We have Scamessa Italia, Bet MUFC, the EPL show and the Champions League show as well. There will be a Champions League futures preview dropping on Monday, reacting to the draw that took place on Friday. Finally, you can follow my other Twitter accounts where I tweet about all sports and where I post my monthly PL because I'm a legitimate, tracked and transparent handicapper, unlike many of the other people on Twitter or on X. That is at LockBangX. That's at LockBangX. I always post my monthly PL there and it's usually the pin suite. And in the next 48 to 72 hours, I will be replacing the month of July with the month of August. So rather than scrolling down to look at the old months whilst you do your research or your due diligence, you can just simply go to the website LockBangX. 
rockbetting.com. Everything is easy to find over there and I make it easy to find because I want you to look. I don't want anybody to make any kind of commitment to my service until they are convinced of the validity and I really have delivered over a decade of profit consecutively. Have had losing days, have had losing months, have had losing weeks, but I've never ever had an entire losing month for 123 months in a row. When you look at spreadsheets, don't just have a look at the total and say, yep, that's a profit. Yes, that's a profit. Yes, that's a profit. Have a look at the member comments and also look how we get there because we manage a bankroll very, very sensibly and we make betting something that's possible for anybody with a disposable income. Now, if you don't have a disposable income, don't gamble because you should never make a bet that you desperately need to win. Only make bets that you can afford to lose, but you won't lose many if you are involved with lock betting because, as I said, we manage a bankroll very, very well and sensibly. No five unit maxes, no 10 star plays, no 20 unit whales, no 50 unit or even 100 unit play of the year type plays, which seem to come out every week, even though there is play of the year in the title. None of that. We get there with sensible bankroll management and it has resulted so far in 123 months in a row, over a decade of transparent track profit month after month after month. So moving on with why we're here, and first of all, we're going to look at WWE Payback. I think both of these two cards are a little underwhelming this weekend. AEW are just coming off a Wembley show where they're claiming they sold out the stadium. I've been to Wembley when it's been sold out, and this wasn't a sellout. But I think for a company that's as young as AEW is, they did pretty well to get fifty-five to 60,000 people in there. But... They are claiming 81,000 and there was never 81,000 in there unless you're counting every person's hands as two people, um, which which is not the case at all. Uh, or you're counting ghosts because there wasn't 81,000 in there. But still a phenomenal achievement, I think. And this weekend they do another pay-per-view just one week after that one. The WWE, meanwhile, they had SummerSlam at the start of August, so they've had more time to prepare. But pay-per-views always look a little lacklustre when they lack star power. And this pay-per-view does not have Brock Lesnar does not have Roman Reigns and does not have Logan Paul or Ronda Rousey, who's now left WWE temporarily. But John Cena was added to the show last night and he will be the host of this pay-per-view. So that, I think, is a desperately needed name to draw a little bit more attention to the show because this could have been a very easy show to miss. I don't think people were particularly intrigued by anything on the card until suddenly John Cena has been announced. Now, John Cena is going to be on television with the WWE for the next seven weeks. So it would very much be surprising if they don't set up some sort of angle or some sort of future storyline for him to lead up to a match. Before we break down the matches here on this card, let me take this quick time out to tell you guys about the College Football Bankroll Challenge. College Football is back and to celebrate, SGPN is giving away a bunch of cash in our College Football Bankroll Challenge. It's free to enter. It's a season-long contest. $1,000 to first prize, is to first place, sorry, and $500 to second. But the prize doubles to $2,000 and $1,000 if you're a Patreon for the college football season. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll or click the link in the app to get involved. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll or click the link in the app. Let me also take this time out to tell you guys about DraftKings. 
College football fans, are you ready for week one? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can get $5 on football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers, as I mentioned, can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 with the code SGP. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We begin our preview of WWE Payback by looking at tonight's main event, which will be Seth Rollins defending the WWE World Heavyweight Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura. Seth Rollins is the 1-4, minus 400 favourite to win this match, with Nakamura priced up here at 3-1. to one. I'm honestly surprised that Rollins isn't shorter than this, because he's definitely winning this match. He's definitely, at the very least, retaining the belt. We are very early on, I still feel, into the Seth Rollins title reign. I believe he's going to have this title for a long time. So far, the reign has been underwhelming. This would have been a dream match five, six years ago, but the booking of Nakamura has been quite poor, and you can't suddenly shoehorn him into this position and expect everybody to believe in it. As far as the storyline goes, it's been as good as it could have possibly been. Nakamura's come out on top in every exchange, and they found a weakness for him to target. They've talked about Seth Rollins having a back injury and that's something that the match will be built around. That'll be something that they can psychologically work into the match and you'll see Nakamura constantly going for the back and Seth Rollins selling this. Perhaps this could be something that they do to potentially lead into a money in the bank cashing because we did say we did see Rhea Ripley telling the judgment day that she wanted to leave payback with all of the belts and at the moment that only um, Dominic and herself had titles so that could either mean Priest wins the um, wins the championship from Rollins on this night which would mean that Bowler would be the only one without a title or they could actually have four championships because later on in the night or earlier on in the night because this will be the main event but later on on our show we are going to be looking at the matchup between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defending the tag team titles against Damian Priest and Finn Bowler. before we get there we'll do the Rhea Ripley match she's the 1-10 to favourite against Raquel Rodriguez who's available here at 6-1 to Rhea Ripley, like Rollins, is definitely not losing the championship. Although in this particular match, I am a little bit concerned that Rhea Ripley could get disqualified or or something could happen to keep this feud going. I think Rhea Ripley probably wins and I think it's a contentious win that keeps it going. But due to the lack of, the oppo- lack of opponents in the women's division, this is certainly a feud that I think has to have some legs. So I'm going to go for Rhea Ripley, but obviously at the price of one minus, um, minus 1,000 or 1 to 10, Considering I have doubts here as to whether Rhea Ripley will actually win outright and because I believe that the feud will continue somehow, this isn't going to be something that I'm interested in adding to any parlays for this event. Up next, we move on to the tag title match we mentioned earlier and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are the same price as Seth Rollins was. They are at 1-4 to four, with Priest and Bowler here at 3-1. to one. I think Finn Balor is moving in a different direction. I think that um, there's been a lot teased 
on television with him breaking up from the Judgment Day. I think he's going to align with JD McDonough. Some believe that that's going to lead to McDonough joining the Judgment Day. I think we're more likely to see a split with um, Damien Priest having championship gold at some point, but it being the championship of Seth Rollins rather than being in a tag team with Finn Balor. I think that we're still early into the reign of Sami Zayn and Owens as well, despite the fact that they won the belt back at WrestleMania. We know Triple H is really cutting back on title changes. A lot of champions in WWE under Triple H have had long runs. We're seeing Gunther moving towards the record. We saw Bianca break a record. We all know what's going on with Roman Reigns. I don't see Seth Rollins or Rhea Ripley losing it anytime soon and I also put Zayn and Owens in that category as well but if there is going to be one title change on this show I do think it might come in either this match or the next one because the next one is Rey Mysterio going up against Austin Theory where Rey is the one to three minus 300 favorite and we're being offered five to two here on Austin Theory. Rey's US title reign is going to be a short one and I think it's going to come due to Escobar costing him the title. We know that's going to be a feud later on down the line. It just remains to be seen as to whether Rey Mysterio drops it here to Austin Theory and Austin Theory gets it back, whether he drops it to potentially Grayson Waller or whether it goes to the new Bobby Lashley stable with the Street Profits because I could certainly see see Lashley and the Street Profits having all the titles on SmackDown other than Roman Reigns' title. It would not surprise me to see the Profits holding the tag titles with Lashley having this US title because obviously he cannot win Roman's title off him. So that's what I think the future of SmackDown is going to look like. That's not based off any inside information or anything about SmackDown. I just feel that the Lashley stable is going to be a strong stable and I think they're going to be reluctant to put it back on Austin Theory. But Theory is definitely a live dog here for the show because we know Rey Mysterio isn't going to be one of those guys who has a long title reign. Plus, there has been some serious investment in Theory. And if he doesn't win his belt back, it'll be interesting to see where he goes because he is a guy who's been given a win over Rey Mysterio, a win over Edge, a win over John Cena, a win over Bobby Lashley, a win over Sheamus. So that would seem to be something that's wasted if Theory does absolutely nothing moving forward. Up next, we move on to the cage match between Becky and Trish Stratus, where Becky is a one to five favorite and it's 10 to three here on Trish. The correct price on Becky, she's the second shortest selection on the card after Rhea Ripley and she will be winning this match. It's been a pretty decent run from Trish. I think she's done quite well here on this comeback and this story has been relatively entertaining but it's time for it to end and it's time for Becky to get her win back over Trish. Becky wins this and I think she'll move on to Rhea Ripley later on down the line and I think this will probably be the last time that we see Trish on a pay-per-view for the rest of her life. I don't think she's going to do another pay-per-view. I think this is it. I think this is her retirement match and Becky Lynch wins here at the price of one to five minus 500. The final match here is between LA Knight and The Miz and LA Knight is the same price as Rhea Ripley but I'm much more certain about him winning. He's at 1-10. to 10. The Miz here is at 6-1. to one. LA Knight is on the up and Miz is just someone here to beat while LA Knight kills time. I don't know what the long-term storyline is for LA Knight. Miz talked about him never winning a championship and the only viable championship I see for LA Knight is the US title. He's not going to be the guy to the throne, to, to the throne Roman. Although... 
I would not say that it's a bad idea at all to have him be the challenger for the next Saudi show. Because if you look at the way the Saudis reacted to LA Knight not being in Saudi Arabia, if he was actually to go there, he would receive a massive response and they should capitalise on that and they should book him as the challenger for Roman Reigns, in my opinion. I'm not saying he should win it, but while he's hot and whilst Roman has a lack of opponents, I believe that you could definitely squeeze a title match out of LA Knight. And I think the Saudi audience would definitely accept it. So in order to keep moving LA Knight up the card, in order to keep selling that merchandise, which is doing very, very well at the moment, LA Knight needs to continue winning. And I think he does that on this card with a victory over the miss. Before we move on to looking at AEW All Out, let me tell you guys quickly about Underdog Fantasy. August August is almost over and you know what that means. Time is running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on Underdog Fantasy. The time is now because the last day to draft your fantasy football team is in five days on September 7th. Visit underdogfantasy.com or visit them in the App Store and sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Also make sure to check out the Sports Gambling Podcast on Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first place prize. This week's weekly Patreon pick'em is all week one college football. The prize is a cornhole board, perfect, perfect for any college football tailgate. The Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. I have now been with this network for nine and a half years. It'll be 10 years in June. And who would have thought at the beginning when I was asking them to allow me to cover the EPL off the back of just covering the World Cup. I had to ask desperately if we could have an EPL show. Now, not only do we have an EPL show, not only do we have have an Italian football show, not only do we cover the Champions League, but we're talking about wrestling. We're talking about WWE and AEW on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. To support the Sports Gambling Podcast, just head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Moving on to AEW All Out. And it looks like the main event is going to be John Moxley challenging Orange Cassidy for the AEW International Championship. Um, This is probably the main event because of the incident with CM Punk. CM Punk and Ricky Starks was probably set to headline his show in Chicago. But instead, you have the international championship instead. This was a championship that didn't really mean nothing. But under Orange Cassidy, it now does because he's had such a long reign and has defended it very, very often. I don't like Orange Cassidy. I don't rate Orange Cassidy. But this belt does have more respect now because of the length of the reign. And I do think that Dean Ambrose or Don Moxley will end it here tonight. A lot has been made about the rigorous schedule of Cassidy and how he's such a fighting champion and how it's going to take a toll on him, etc., etc. Last weekend, he was absolutely battered in the stadium stampede match. And I think this is going to be the end of Cassidy. I think it's just going to be too much for him. At least that's going to be the storyline. And I think we see the belt going over to John Moxley. Up next, we have Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander for the TBS Championship. This is a championship that meant far more while Jade Cargill had it. I'm not sure why they had Statlander beat her, but she's done nothing with it ever since. They have this match at 10 to 11 and 10 to 11. 
given how little Statlander has done, I think she does beat Ruby Soho here. Ruby Soho is always the bridesmaid in these situations. She was the runner-up in the Owen Hart Cup. She was a runner-up in the TBS Championship Tournament. And many people say that she deserves better and does deserve to have a championship. Perhaps it can happen tonight. In my opinion, it does not. And I'll be taking Chris Statlander to retain the championship in this one. Up next, we move on to the AWTNT Championship match where Darby Allen is the 4-7 to favourite to beat Luchasaurus here at 6-5. We know Christian is the one who's walking around with the belt. Um, ultimately, that's a weird situation in itself. I think it works. I think it makes for entertaining television, but it's not something that AW want to do long-term. And perhaps that's why you see Darby Allen here as the favourite. Obviously, Sting being in Darby's corner is someone who can negate the interference of Christian. Therefore, it does make sense for Darby to have this title. He's had it a few times before, and it's easily believable to think that he could win it again and take AEW out of this situation with Luchasaurus being the champion and Christian being the one who holds on to the belt. Up next, we're looking at a match between Bullet Club Gold and FTR and the Young Bucks, where Bullet Club Gold are the 2-5 to favourites and it's 7-4 to here on the Young Bucks. I think this is the right price. I think FTR and the Young Bucks, just off the back of a, a match last weekend, will end up losing this. And I think this will set up potential future challenges for FTR or it could even lead to a fourth match between FTR and the Young Bucks. I think there'll be some sort of miscommunication here and it will lead to Bullet Club Bullet Club Gold or Bullet... I've got Bullet Gold Club ring down here by the book I'm using. That's not right. It's Bullet Club Gold. We'll pick up the win here in this one. Up next, we have the ROH World TV Championship, where Shane Taylor is a 7-1 underdog against Samoa Joe's a 1-14 favourite. Not worth elaborating too much on this match. Samoa Joe wins and bounces back from last week's defeat against CM Punk. The ROH World Tag Team titles are on the line, where MJF and Adam Cole are the 1-14 to favourites also to beat the Dark Order. Again, pointless talking about it. MGF and Adam Cole retain the belt against the awful Dark Order here. This match is a waste of time. And you can kind of see what I'm saying about this card being somewhat underwhelming. And even with the WWE card. But the WWE card is nowhere near as underwhelming as this. Coming off the back of a stadium show at Wembley Stadium. This one really is the drizzling shits. And I'll be very, very surprised if even if even 100,000 people purchased this on pay-per-view on Sunday night. Two matches to go. Uh, Miro against Powerhouse Hobbs, where Miro is the 4-6 to six favourites and Hobbs is the 11-10 to 10 dog. I think Miro is a good bet here at this price. I think he does win this match. Miro's career in AEW has been fumbled multiple times. He's had to be taken off TV multiple times to get himself rebooted. And um, I just don't think they can drop the ball with him here this early. He's a collision wrestler. He's one of the key parts on collision. And when you look at the situation with TM, with CM Punk, maybe Miro's going to have to move up the card on collision as well. So I definitely think he picks up a win here. I love the price of 4-6 to six minus 150 on Miro to pick up the win here in this one. The final match here is Kenny Omega versus Takeshita, whereas Kenny Omega is the 1-2 favourite and Takeshita is available here at 6-4. to four. 
Omega has got the worst of this feud throughout, and Omega took the pin last weekend at All In. I think it's a no-brainer to take Kenny Omega to pick up the win in this one, and I actually think the price of one to two minus two hundred does offer up some decent value here for this selection. Closing out with your lock for the show, I'm going to give you two because I know that AEW isn't widely available. I know AEW isn't widely available to bet, so I am going to give you two selections here. So this is going to be a double lock. Your first selection is going to be on Miro. As I said, I think it's important for Miro to continue winning. He's an important part on Collision and they've dropped the ball with him time after time after time. They've also dropped the ball with Hobbs and Hobbs is someone who should be in a better position on the card as well. But they tend to push their small little indie wrestlers and not big guys like this who are believable. Neither of these two guys should be losing this match. But ultimately, I think Powerhouse Hobbs will. And I think there's value on Miro at the price of 46 minus 150. Your lock for the other show is going to be a three-person parlay in wrestling, or at least where I bet wrestling, three selections is the highest number that you can take in a parlay. So we're going to take Becky Lynch at 1 to 5 minus 500. We're going to take LA Knight at 1 to 10. And we're going to take Seth Rollins at the price of 1 to 4 minus 400. Collectively, this parlay pays out £165 from a £100 stake. So a £65 profit because it is available at the price of 13 to 20. That's it for me and this edition of The Fight Show. Don't forget there is another edition of The Fight Show available now on the feed. That edition looks at the fight between Liam Smith and Chris Eubank Jr. The rematch which goes down on Saturday night. That is extensively covered on the other episode of The Fight Show that's already been released. Also, don't forget to check out all your regular podcasts. We have Scamessa Italia. We have um, the EPL show and we have Bet MUFC dropping in the next few hours. That's going to be the exclusive place where I cover the game between Arsenal and Manchester United. Whilst over on Lock Betting, we have the Bundesliga show and the subscriber exclusive European show as well. Enjoy both of the pay-per-views this weekend. And until next time, good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.